According to ESPN's Josina Anderson, the Seattle Seahawks still have strong interest in Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield. Even so much interest that not only are they willing to trade for the Browns' former signal caller, they are also willing to extend him. We'll go in-depth on the possibilities of this and why the Browns would be wise to pursue a deal with the Seattle Seahawks, who may be willing to give up more in compensation for Baker, even if it means it may cost the Browns a little bit more money. All this and more on your latest Locked On Browns with Garrett Bush and Jeff Lloyd. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Mr. Garrett Bush, at GBush91. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every day, whether it is traditional podcast format, your favorite app. Make sure you're following, subscribe to Lockdown Browns podcast, leave those five-star ratings and written reviews. Um, now on YouTube, well over a thousand subscribers. Uh, appreciate everybody again, you know, for the support, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of you made the jump. Some of you were waiting for Lockdown Browns to get to YouTube as that is now, you know, the norm for a lot of folks as they digest their daily content. Again, appreciate everybody for that. Uh, quick shout out to buddy Chris Manning over at Lockdown Cavs. Uh, NBA draft tonight. Um, anything you need Cavalier-wise, make sure you're checking out the Lockdown Cavaliers podcast and of course Chris Manning over there big day for the Cavaliers hopefully um Garrett and I are going to get to some subjects here but first things first this episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by Blue Nile make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more this podcast exclusive includes engagement rings and make sure to use the promo code Locked On all caps no space at checkout Yesterday, we got into the Browns' current quarterback, Mr. Sean Watson, uh, as maybe slowly trending more to his off-field issues, slowly going towards the back burner, um, settling 20 to 24 cases. Maybe this will get us closer to finally getting a word on a possible suspension for Deshaun Watson here for the 2022 season. Uh, But last evening, and one of the best in the business as far as insight and information, Mr. Cena Anderson from ESPN. Um, and the thing with Josina, and this is where it's different, you know, a lot of this stuff is agent driven. Josina Anderson, a lot of this stuff, she directly from the source. Josina Anderson, very close with the NFL community. Players are comfortable with her. They feel free to speak with her, knowing full well that she can take information from them, put it in the public. Um, so she is a great, great fountain of information. Uh, Seattle Seahawks apparently still seem to be very involved in possibly acquiring Baker Mayfield. Um, As we get closer and closer here to the end of the July, um, we're going to finally get a resolution where Baker Mayfield will be playing his football in the 2022 season. Um, And interestingly enough, coming from Josina is not just that the Seattle Seahawks would be interested in signing, I mean, trading for Baker Mayfield. They would be interested in possible extending Baker Mayfield. The Seahawks um, ended their relationship with Russell Wilson. Um, And the thing with Seattle is Seattle 
is a team football team and that's they play as a team and Russell Wilson as great as he was and for years wanted the focus to be put on him as the quarterback of the team that's not the way Pete Carroll envisions things it's not the way the Seattle Seahawks organization is they want to be a team that runs the ball well they want to play good defense so having a quarterback who wanted to play like the Patrick Mahomes of the world the Josh Allen's of the world it's not necessarily what the Seattle Seahawks wanted Baker Mayfield, they could bring in a little bit more subdued role. Great wide receiver duo in Baldwin. And of course, I mean, Lockett, of course, and DJ Metcalf. Um, decent running game in Seattle and good defense. So for if it were of interest to Baker, and remember there was a trip to Seattle um, probably about a month ago, six weeks ago, that Baker and his wife took. Uh, not necessarily sure, you know, if it was just for pleasure or maybe there was some, you know, getting to, you know, some legwork, so to speak, as far as some interest in the city, things of that nature. But Garrett, um, we're getting closer to this situation here. And, you know, we've, you know, Carolina has been rumored, Seattle has been rumored, and we've talked about this with Baker. These teams didn't bring him in yet because what were you going to be able to see in these other quarterbacks if Baker Mayfield was already there? Hey, kids, work your butt off, do everything you can. It doesn't matter because the injured guy over there is the guy anyway. So, you know, you're just basically getting practice reps. I think what Seattle saw in Drew Luck and what Carolina has seen in Sam Darnold and seen in the rookie Matt Corral, it's the same thing. You know, one guy, you know, guys either aren't it, some guys aren't there yet. And you have a quarterback in Baker Mayfield who is a guy who has taken his team to the playoffs as much as anybody wants to kick, knock, whatever you want to do to the guy. He's had success in this league. But um, for us, Garrett, I think we're getting closer and closer to what will be the moving on from Baker Mayfield and for Baker Mayfield getting the fresh start he desperately needs within this league. <clears throat> yeah, I, I really believe uh, that this is – I've always felt this was a much better spot for Baker. Um, I've always felt that it was a, it was a much better opportunity in Seattle because in, in Carolina, you got to look at it like this. Um, you know, Matt Rule is a guy who is 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 on the hot seat a little bit. Um, they do have some guys down there like, and, you know, you have a Robbie Anderson who, who's come out and he's been vocal against getting Baker. Um, then also you have Christian McCaffrey. But, you know, Christian McCaffrey has been injured for the most part of the last three to four years. Uh, so so he, you really can't count on him. But when you look at Seattle, Seattle is a place where there's not going to be that level of expectation. Um, you do have some good receivers there. DK Metcalf is there, um, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, and they do have uh, – I keep forgetting the other guy's name. Tyler Lockett is there uh, as well. So you you got some weapons there. You play in a city where that that stadium it, it has, you know, one of some of the best fans, the loudest stadium in the, in the – uh, Probably almost, uh, I would say Arrowhead is, is ahead of them, but uh, top three loud stadiums, lively stadiums. The fan base is really enthusiastic. And it just, to me, it always seemed like that fit Baker's personality. A fiery guy. I, I could imagine him going out there with some highlighter uh, uniforms on <laughs> and, and him out there with the shield and doing his thing and amping the crowd up out, out there in the, north, um, in, in the Pacific Northwest. So to me, I always thought that was a good opportunity for Baker over there um, in Seattle, and, and I, I think it's the best move in terms of the roster. When you look at the with the quarterbacks that they have, Geno Smith, uh, you have uh, uh, what's his name? I can't even. I almost say Andrew Luck. I can't. I almost say Andrew Luck, but I know good and well he's not Andrew Luck. There he is. His name sounds sounds the same if you say it really fast and you're drunk, but Drew Luck is nowhere near Andrew Luck. So. They don't have quarterbacks out there. And why would you actually 
during this year, you didn't draft anybody really. Why would you go out there with those those retreads when you can get Baker? And I thought one of the things that they really said that I thought was a, a really big point is not only are they interested, but they're willing to give him an extension. They're willing to extend him to see what he has long term. I think this is a good, a, a good, uh, you know, restart for for Baker in Seattle. And I think it to me, it makes a little more sense to him going to Carolina. There's a couple of ways to look at this. If Baker goes to Carolina, his sole purpose, and with with one year remaining on Baker's contract, his sole purpose is basically to save Matt Rule. Um, that's put a lot of pressure on Baker. Um, and the situation he's coming from here in Cleveland, the pressure is already on Baker as a player within this league, as we all understand. You go to Seattle, the team is more ready to win, to compete in 2022. Um, maybe part of the reason of bringing Baker in and extending Baker is the understanding that Pete Carroll is an older coach. Um, a lot of people feel that maybe his time there in Seattle is limited. This could possibly maybe even be his last season patrolling the sidelines up there in Seattle. So you are setting your team up for a good situation going forward for whoever becomes the next head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, there are players on defense. There are players on offense. There are skilled players. Um, for Baker, it is a better overall situation. Yes, you're going to have to deal with, you know, the Rams twice a year, the 49ers twice a year, um, the Cardinals twice a year. You know, it is a much more difficult team, but you go down, you play for Carolina. Um, first things first, there would be the weirdness of a week one game against the Cleveland Browns would just be strange, obviously, for Baker to you know start the beginning of what is the Thanks. next chapter of his career, all of the awkwardness of that. And God forbid that happened. And the Browns somehow could not find a way to pull out a victory week one. The Oh, my Lord, we would be basically right back where we all began and where we've been all offseason with Baker Mayfield and the Baker Wars and all of this nonsense. But you go to Seattle, a team much more built to contend this year, uh, a team that obviously looks like it has a more footing, a more foundation to it. The thing for me and what we're going to get to here in this next segment for uh, this episode is with two teams looking to have interest and two teams obviously looking what they have currently at the quarterback position, you know, the Seahawks with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. I mean, either way, you know, you're looking at a, you know, six and 11 season, a seven and, and 10 season, that type of thing. Carolina, um, you know, if I'm Baker Mayfield, you know, my job is to save Matt Rule's job. I don't know Matt Rule from Adam. Um, so <laughs> me going down there to save Matt Rule's job um, certainly doesn't entice anything. But even still for Carolina, you know, it, he has a great year. What if Baker doesn't want to stay in Carolina? What, then you franchise him and you end in that awkward situation where you have a quarterback playing on a franchise tag. So we'll see. But here's the thing. Could with both teams with OTAs in the book, now realizing and looking at their quarterback position, saying maybe we ain't got what we need. Could this benefit the Browns? We're going to get to this here. Just a minute, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked on Browns. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL Stanley Cup, and of course, Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in at all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and everyone's new favorite, golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast, the best daily Cleveland Browns podcast in the building. You know what it is, G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Hey, you know, we, we right now, let me go check in and make sure it's in real time. We're at 1,120 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much for you guys that are, that are subscribing. Continue to go ahead and download download your podcast wherever you get your podcast. Um, you know, this is going to be uh, something that we're looking forward to doing throughout the summer. Uh, we just talking about beforehand. A lot of people going to fall off. It's going to be a lot of people that was doing content every day. Deshaun Watson will probably get a suspension and, and Baker Mayfield to get traded and then everybody's out of here. You know, they're going to check it out for the summer. Not us. Every single day, we're going to give you some content. We're going to get that to you and make sure you go ahead and uh, actually on Twitter as well. Follow us at Locked on Browns on Twitter. Uh, so, Jeff, you know, let's let's talk about a little bit of, of this. You know, now that Baker looks like, you know, he has some suitors. There's some team Seattle, uh, Carolina. We talked about that, uh, that. That looks like they want to go after him. What do you think the Browns can get in, in in exchange? Before it was it seeming like you know it was a foregone conclusion that the Cleveland Browns were going to have to get about 10 to 10, 12, 14 million under 18 million guaranteed to Baker Mayfield. But now, uh, if you hear different people like Josina Anderson saying not only the Panthers are, or excuse me, not only the Seahawks are, 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 are interested, they may be interested in actually extending him past the one year that he has left on his deal. Uh, so for me, I, I think that the Browns, they may not get um, a premium pick. I think it, in the, the thought process in the building was they might get a third, fourth round pick. I still think it's going to be a, a, a later than a fourth round pick. If they could get a fourth round pick with that, they'd be ecstatic. They'd be ecstatic to get a fourth round pick and then split the difference between the salary and say, we're going to give up nine. Uh, you guys pay nine and we'll we'll, we'll call it afternoon. But I don't think they'll get that just quite yet. Um, we'll see how much it, much interest shows in Baker Mayfield. One thing that would really help the Browns out is if somebody got hurt uh, or you get into a camp and, and, and maybe guys uh, think that they, they were going to depend on a rookie. I don't know. You can say, what if Trey Lance is playing? Jimmy G uh, is somewhere else. He got traded or, or they're moving him. And Trey Lance looks like garbage. <laughs> like you go out and get Baker, you go out and, and, and get him for some, uh, you know, just, just basically as a security uh, blanket for the organization so that your, your team doesn't start off 0 and 3, 0 and 4, lose the locker room. And now we already know how that goes. So I think if they can get a fifth round pick, fifth, maybe say, all right, we'll give you 9 million on that. I think that's still what they can get. But I will say, it's looking up a lot more in my just a gut feeling. It's looking out. Um, the outlook when it looks, is looking a lot better just from the simple uh, standpoint of the season's getting there. There's more reports about teams interested in them past this year. And you know how it is. You know, right now it seems like, you know, during this part of the year, people are going to be moving on, people looking around. They're going to evaluate who they got in that quarterback room. And Baker Mayfield is one of the guys where you have to say, is at the top of the list of, of guys that can be had uh, for a relatively cheap price. 
there's a couple of ways of, you know, actually looking at this. Um, you know, first things first, you know, for the Browns, it would be the interest of, uh, are you going to try to maybe do what's right for Baker? With both these teams being in the NFC, obviously there's not that issue for the Browns. Um, there is, uh, of course, the potential of Baker Mayfield starting week one as a Carolina Panthers quarterback against the Browns. Does that essentially maybe make Seattle a little bit more appealing so you don't even have to worry about that awkward situation? But you get into this, you know, a little bit deeper. Um, I think as far as what the Browns can hope for in a return is going to come down to monetary. And it's what the Browns are going to be willing to eat of the $18.9 million that Baker Mayfield, regardless, Baker Mayfield's getting $18.9 million this year. It doesn't, you know, one check, two checks, whoever cuts the money, Baker, and Baker certainly don't care. He's getting his $18.9 million. So you look at it from a couple different avenues. If Seattle, in the situation that they are in, look, they view that maybe we are still in this. Look, we could compete for a wild card. Maybe winning the NFC West is not realistic this year with the 49ers, with the Rams, with the Cardinals. Maybe that's not a possibility. But is there a possibility that we could maybe finish second? Maybe we could finish third. We could somehow, some way, get into the playoffs with Baker Mayfield. He's done it. He's made it to the playoffs as a wild court quarterback and won. This is proven. You can't take it away from him any way you want. So you would think if Seattle has the interest where they are going into this season as a franchise, where Carolina is going into the season as a franchise, you would think Seattle would have more interest and maybe paying a little bit more freight. If you were the Browns, I think ideally what you were looking for is saying, as far let's get the money worked out, what we would like is we would like for this pick to fluctuate. So basically what it's going to say is the floor of this pick, say what you're saying, fifth round pick. That's the absolute floor. But Baker Mayfield goes to Seattle. Maybe Seattle goes 10 and 7, 11 and 6, makes the playoffs. Your team wins those amount of games, Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. Then let's guess what? This pick is going to increase in value. You're not going to do it by games played. You know, that's it, 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 that's just not one you're going to do. It's going to be more about team record. Can this pick get better if he goes to Seattle and plays better? Could it get to the point where maybe it was a top 100 pick, which is not ludicrous. I mean, whatever you want to say about Baker Mayfield and the way he played in 2021, very injured. And yes, the play was poor. We all understand. But there have been times in 2018 and 2020 where he has been in a very efficient, a very smart quarterback, a strong leader on teams in 2018 that won zero games, went 7-8-1 and one. on 2020 where a team went to the playoffs, won their first playoff game, and was four minutes away from beating the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. So that is the player that he can be. Everybody wants to associate 19 and 21 you know, look, I understand there's good and there's bad. There's no determination necessarily to say what exactly Baker is. But if you're a team like Seattle and you have aspirations, because guess what? If Seattle didn't have aspirations, DK Metcalf would be gone. Other players would be gone from that roster because it would be time to tear it down now when your coach is north of 63 years old, where you're going to start looking to the future, understanding it's the Rams time right now. It's the 49ers time right now. Let's get our roster build up. So I think ideally for the Browns, the best situation is to find a way with Seattle. And look, if this means for the Browns, we got to pay a little bit more money now, but there's a possibility that Baker Mayfield going to Seattle could net us another top 100 draft choice. I think that's the avenue the Browns need to pursue the best as far as the Seattle Seahawks. 
Look, Carolina can do whatever. It's not the best situation for Baker. And I think everything that has gone on to this point, I think the Browns should maybe try to do what's best for Baker, but also doing what's best for Baker Mayfield, if you're doing a deal with Seattle, is probably what's going to be best for the Browns long-term. You send him to Carolina and you do the same type of deal, Carolina ain't sniffing eight, nine, ten wins this year. You know it, That's not going to happen. So I think ideally, if the way for this to work is probably to look at Seattle, and if it means you're giving Seattle more money than essentially you would have to give to Carolina, for me, I don't care at this point. Look, you're on the hook for the money anyway. So if Carolina, you'd have to pay uh, you know, only half, but Seattle's going to give you that chance for that team to improve and that pick to maybe possibly get into the top 100, but you're paying 11, then go ahead and get it done. The point now is you are done with Baker Mayfield as a player. You're still on the hook for some money, but you want to get the best return of any investment in moving on from Baker Mayfield. The Seattle deal is the one that's got to be pursued if they're the Browns. It can give you back the best return. Don't settle for just a day three pick round five. Say, no, that's fine. That can be the floor of this pick. But he goes there. He balls out. He plays like he did in 2018. He plays like he did in 2020. That pick is going to increase in value, and for the Browns, hopefully, you know that can get somewhere within the top 100. I, I love that that rationale. I wish I'd have thought about that, man. I'm just just why you my partner, bro. You pick me up where I, you know, you got my back <laughs> on it. I love, I love that. I listen. I said fifth round, but I love, I love putting a little skin in the game. If he come out here and do his thing in Seattle, look, Carson Wentz, here. Carson Wentz going to the Colts, netted the Eagles a first round pick. And Carson Wentz was kind of in a similar situation to where Baker Mayfield is now. Look, you were good. We appreciated what we you did for us, but we moved on. And Carson Wentz going to Indianapolis eventually portrayed into a round one pick. The Browns ain't going to get that lucky. But I think everybody that just thinks Baker Mayfield is this quarterback within the NFL who's been left on the side of the road for dead, I'm sorry. That is not something I'm buying. And you know, a lot of folks in Cleveland may feel that way, but I doubt people in 31 other front offices in the NFL feel that same way. Totally agree. Totally agree. Let's go ahead and see if we can make that move. Seattle, if you're listening, go ahead and hit us up. We, we ready to make a deal, man. <laughs> Pete Carroll, we got you a guy. And Pete Carroll doesn't need the star quarterback. And I've heard this from several places. Pete Carroll wants a point guard. And you want to know what? Baker Mayfield come in and play a little point guard for you because we know he's all a little kind of tiny. He ain't like he's going to go down and post nobody up anyway. So we're going to get to a couple more thoughts here. Um, Seems to be a lot of still confusion on how Deshaun Watson ended up a Cleveland Brown here. Um, I believe there is a certain radio poll here today trying to put Andrew Berry's head on the chopping block. Uh, yeah, we all ain't going to do that. Me and G. Bush got to break this down for you. Coming up right after this. Blue at BlueNile.com. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams or, again, celebrate life's special moments with the finest of jewelry. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Make your moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. 
This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. Use the promo code locked on, all caps, no space. Every order is insured. It ships free. It arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenile.com today. Locked on Browns podcast, back rolling. G Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you go follow us at G Bush 91. Uh, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on Twitter. And make sure you follow us on Twitter on Locked on Browns as well. Uh, you know what? Before we got here, there's there's some some stuff going around, Jeff. We got to get to this. We got to talk about this. And and I, I don't I don't quite understand what, what people are saying. You know, there's this thought process that somehow if Deshaun Watson gets a sus- suspended for a year, um, that that would be the most catastrophic thing that the organization has ever seen. So therefore they go out of their way, not only to compound the issue by possibly getting rid of the the, the head coach, but possibly talking about getting rid of Andrew Barry. Now, this is my problem with, you know, a lot of, a lot of our brethren in the media it's almost as as if they they do so much and they listen to the national media from their perspective so much that that they've now become feeble weak-minded individuals where the pressure from the outside is going to make you make a move the pressure of people on the four letter network saying that this is a dumpster fire is going to make you fire your general manager. Come on, man. Do you not know? Do you not understand that Jimmy and D Haslam were not only complicit, they were at the forefront in being aggressive in getting Deshaun Watson. Why would you then say after he got exactly what he wanted, and knew the ramifications and what allegations came with it and knew there was an opportunity or a possibility that he may be suspended from anywhere from four to six to eight to a whole season. All of a sudden he gets amnesia and, and feels like, well, I don't I, I Where did this Deshaun Watson character come from? I, I, I went to sleep one day and Baker was our quarterback. I woke up six, seven, eight months later and Deshaun's our quarterback. What happened? Did somebody slip me something in my drink? No, he was there for all of it, bro. So the con- the concept of you sitting here talking about they going to get rid of people if he gets suspended a year. He sat with lawyers and people who he hires and they, and they went through a process that said, What's the possibility of him being suspended? Well, Jimmy, indeed, it could be up to a year. Is he going to go to jail? No. Does he have to pay civil money? Probably. Sign me up for it. Where does Andrew Barry have any any culpability in this? All it is 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 it's the summertime, and and I'm not about to let nobody talk me into nothing. At the end of the day, even if he gets suspended for a whole year, guess what? He comes back in in 2023, and he's 27 years old, and you and and you you keep moving. They made the decision that they had to upgrade a quarterback to get where they wanted to go, and they did that. Nobody ain't getting fired. The biggest thing with this is, and look, there is not a general manager in the NFL who can go out and make this trade where you give up three first round picks where you are giving up $238 million guaranteed 
and then just say, oh, to the owner afterwards, oh, oh, you saw it on ESPN. We made a move. No. If you were going to alter the state of a franchise of an organization, you have the, the ownership is not only involved. They are extremely involved. They are highly involved. Look, Jimmy took the crew on his plane down to Houston to go talk to Deshaun Watson. And what were, you know, that what was that? Okay, we understand that what went on, you are not going to now be charged for. You are going to have to deal with some civil litigation. You know who's dealt with some civil litigation? Jimmy Haslam. <laughs> so if anybody understands that situation, it's Jimmy Haslam. Um, Andrew Barry does not have the keys to the Haslam fortunes. Andrew Barry cannot just say, oh, Jimmy, by the way, we made a move. You're on the hook for $238 million guaranteed to a quarterback. Oh, who, by the way, right now has some serious off-field incidents that he is involved in. It doesn't work this way. Yes, the Browns wanted to upgrade the quarterback position. Yes, there were names spoken about like Russell Williams. I mean, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Um, certainly Deshaun Watson was part of that. But they got into the situation where Wilson did not want to come to Cleveland. Aaron Rodgers, it's a nice story that we do every year. Is he going to retire? Is he going to leave? Da, da, da. No, it's just Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, and Aaron Rodgers loves one thing. Aaron Rodgers loves people to talk about Aaron Rodgers. But you got to the point now where Deshaun Watson – the, the the criminal, the charge-wise aspect of it was now off the table. So the Browns went in and negotiated, got told no once, twice, three times. So now you get to the point where the name is still being discussed within you know the building. And look, we've given them our best offer, but Deshaun has to agree to it. He hasn't to this point. Then you get to the point of how about if we guarantee a new contract. Jimmy, we're talking about it. We're bounding about it. We think a money, a deal somewhere 250 million or less guaranteed probably gets this done. All right, guys, sign me up on the hook. Put me on the hook for $238 million guaranteed. You get to that situation. It is heavily ownership involved. And look, in 2020, you know, the Haslam's looked like they were just walking around, shaking hands, taking pictures, holding babies. Guess what? 2021 didn't go so well. So Jimmy Haslam, he's not going to sit idle in a situation like this now, especially after he finally got to taste some success. Now Jimmy gets his hands back in, and that's where you get to this move. This move, you cannot put it on Andrew Barry. You cannot put it on Coach Stefanski. If you want to put some blame there, I totally understand you can. This is a straight move from the top, the big chair in the building from ownership. So if you're, if this turns out and Deshaun sits out of the year, first things first, that was always a possibility. So nobody loses their job here. It was always a possibility that Deshaun Watson was going to face a lengthy suspension. That was always on the table. There is no doubt about it. If you don't think it was a possibility, you are fooling yourself. Do we think it's ideally less than that? I think we do think it's ideally a little bit less than a year. But this is on nobody but ownership because the levels of a trade like this, they have to be signed off by, you know, the king tut of it all. And the king tut of it all is Jimmy Haslam. And when this franchise struggles, Jimmy Haslam cannot help himself but to be involved. When things go well, Jimmy Haslam can be like a normal owner, sit back in his box and watch the games unfold on Sunday. But when they're not going very well, Jimmy Haslam cannot help himself. You know, I, it, I couldn't have said it better. Uh, you know, th this right here, 
um, to me is I think people don't have to understand that when you need to win and you want to win and when you're in the, uh, the billionaires boys club, your money is not going to get you somewhere, your boats, your cars or whatever the case may be. The only thing that matters at the top of the food chain is the bragging rights that you get from saying, I, I, I put my hand on the organization and we won the championship and we were at the pinnacle. And if you don't have a quarterback and if you don't have the right pieces and parts around it and you're not aggressive and willing to go get those things, then your chances of winning a Super Bowl are slim to none. You, you have to do what you need to do to go do that. Um, the Browns took will take a huge PR hit for it, and they've been well aware of this. They, they, they were all in the building when they actually took that plane to go see Deshaun Watson. So, you know, it may seem like every the sky is falling to everybody else, but you have to realize who made the sky fall. The people that were in that room and went out and made the decision to go get them. So, you know, they'll deal with it, and, and I think they're fine with the decision. The thing was with Baker Mayfield, I think Baker Mayfield was somebody within the building when your team was winning, everybody was okay with. When your team was losing and Baker still has this same type of fiery attitude, he was maybe a guy that didn't people weren't necessarily comfortable with. You know, winning, what do they say? Winning masks a lot of ills. Um, when you're not winning, you get to that situation. So what do you say? Well, let's get a quarterback in here where we think we're going to consistently win. So we won't have to deal with whether or not he's liked when we're winning or he's disliked when we're losing. That became the move here. And obviously the Browns mortgaged a ton for said move. We'll see when we start to get to see the you know fruits of that labor as Deshaun Watson takes over as a signal caller for the Cleveland Browns. Somewhere in 2022, and certainly going uh, going for it for the foreseeable future for the franchise here in Cleveland. He is Mr. Garrett Bush. Make sure you're checking out the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday, of course, live on YouTube, Saturday mornings, uh, the barbershop on 92.3. The fan, give uh, you know, obviously give your ears over there. Uh, make sure you're following at GBush91. Uh, the show itself, Locked on Browns, follow back account, me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. We appreciate all of you who make Locked on Browns your first listen day in, day out. Whether it's on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're subscribed and following to the pod. Leave those five-star rating written reviews. Uh, of course, now on YouTube, uh, make sure you're subscribed to the channel, uh, engaged in following and getting involved in the comments, the likes here, just more and more to help grow the show, uh, bring more eyes and ears to the show as we you know, go down this new path here of you know what is now the future of the Locked On Browns podcast. So we got to Baker here today. Uh, Seattle seems to be heavily interested, not just for Baker Mayfield in 2022, but maybe for the future, what that can bring the Browns in a possible return. And there, you know, if you want to blame anyone for the, you know, black eye the Browns are essentially taking right now for Baker Mayfield, it starts at the absolute top of the food chain in ownership and ownership only. Um, all that being said, you know, uh, you know, another great episode here today. Garrett and I just continue to pump out the best information we can for you guys. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.